thanking you, Father, for life, health, and strength. Thanking you, Father, for all that you have done, all that you're doing, and all that you're about to do. Thanking you, Father, for the gift of the Holy Spirit, Father. We ask now, Father, that you just rain down your Holy Spirit upon us, Father, and help us, Lord Jesus, on this Christian journey. Father, you know that this journey that we cannot make it by ourselves. We need you every step of the way. And then, Father, I come before you. I ask that you look down upon our children as they prepare to go back to school, Father. I pray, Father, that you will bless them, teach them, and protect them, Father, from all hurt, harm, and danger. Bless their teachers, Father. Yes, yes. Keep them all in your care, Father. Yes. Move Satan out of the picture, Father. Yes. For we know, Father, that you can do all things but faith. We ask now, Father, that you just bless our children, Father, and keep them safe. And then, Father, when it's all said and done, Father, we ask that you just give us a home somewhere in your kingdom. Somewhere in that kingdom, Father. For we got a glimpse of it this morning, Father. But we can just sit around and praise your holy and righteous name. Now infinite help. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
God's richest blessings upon each and every one of you, my father's children. And now, can I remain on service over to the hands of the poor people. Amen. Amen. Good morning. God bless you. We are excited today. If you would have taken just a little glimpse into Sunday school this morning, we talked all about the New Jerusalem. And I tell you, if we seem a little bit punk, that's the truth. Amen. We're excited to know that our Heavenly Father said it in His Word. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. He said, and I'm going to come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be. That means you have a choice. He said, there you may be also. And we decided that we want to be there also. Amen. And that's why we're here today. We're here to worship and praise and to lift up his holy name. Amen. Amen. Stand to your feet now for the doxology. Who shall 
the love of Christ, shall tribulations, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. As it is written, for thy sake, we are healed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am afraid that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God Remain standing at this time. Reverend Cook will be coming in your presence to take us to the Lord by way of our family prayer. Amen. Amen, amen church. Amen. Let the church say amen. Amen. Amen again. Everybody need prayer. Yes, yes, yes. Even those that think they don't need prayer and don't know what prayer is all about, they need prayer. Amen. 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 God has taught us and shown us still right now to this day how to pray. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before you as humble as we know how. Lord God, not only we come before you, Lord God, but we need in your names, Lord God. We praise in your name, Lord God. We praise in your name, Lord God, for you are worthy to be praised. Lord God, your word declares said, if I be lifted up, I draw all means. Lord God, we just want to lift up your name on high. Lord God, we ask you to cover our family with the blood, Lord God. Cover our family, our loved ones, Lord God. Lord God, our friends, Lord God. Lord God, even the enemies, keep them at bay. Lord God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Keep praising your name. Yes, Lord. Lord God, protect us from all earth and harm and danger. Yes, Lord. Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, to go out, Lord God, on the highways and byways, Lord God. You know where to go, Lord God. For your Holy Spirit and you can reach places that we cannot. Lord God, you can do things that we In the name of Jesus, Lord. 
We pray this prayer, Lord God. Lord God, keep our pastor, Lord God, the head of this house, Lord God. For you have placed him, Lord God, in his respective place, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, watch over him and his family, Lord God. Protect them, Lord God. Give the pastor strength, Lord God, to carry another day, Lord God. To make it, Lord God. To teach us, Lord God. To be by our side, Lord God. Never leave us. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. We just want to say this prayer, Lord God. Lord God, watch over, Lord God. One more thing, Lord God. Watch over the leaders of the church. Lord God, in the members, Lord God. Lord God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen.
Amen. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made. We ought to rejoice and be glad. Yeah. Amen. 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 David, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. It's so good to see everyone in the sanctuary this morning. And it's so good to know that God is still on the throne. He's keeping us. Amen. 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 No matter what we go through, we should continue to be encouraged. Amen. That's the word of the day. You got to stay in God and encourage yourself. Get yourself into the word of God. And no matter what you got to go through. Amen. This morning is about Sunday school's lesson. Talking about the hope of the saints. Talking about the hope of the saints. And you better believe it, people of God. Without that hope, if we didn't have that hope, we'll be hopelessly walking in the graveyards and walking out. Because the person that remains that we left there, that's it. But the hope would hang so hopeful for the saints and knowing all the things God has promised us. You better believe everything He said in His word is true. I mean, we can walk, we can walk, I mean, widows and, and uh, 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 orphans that walk into a great graveyard can walk in and out of it with a hope that that's not the last. It's not over until God says it's over. Amen? And we ought to be thankful no matter what. If you got to be encouraged, because these last days Satan may come in adversary, he will make you think that God has forgotten. But he has not forgotten. Amen? He's not a God forgotten. Got a few announcements here that to remind you of uh, and, uh, and then you will attend. Remember that to vote August uh, 23rd in that primary. Alright? Uh, this week I understand they're doing early voting this week. Right? Okay, should be able to vote anywhere. Make sure, make sure you do that. Okay, if you haven't mailed that mail-in ballot yet. I know they've been coming to my office there at the post office. And I have to sign and make sure Oh boy, I hate signing for all those ballots. But y'all make sure y'all vote. Okay? Make sure y'all vote and get out there and go through the process. Just do your part and go vote. Yes. Amen? Yes. And you can vote for it. Make sure you do your part, do your research, and go and vote. There's no excuse. Our forefathers have died for this. Amen? Amen. Okay, the voting is probably all August 23rd, but we're not into our early vote team. I remember we had a mission um, study this week. Amen. Amen. Which is Thursday, August 8th at 7 p.m. And Zoom information, dialing information is in your program. They're going to have a uh, Bible study. And, and we're going to have a Bible study prayer meeting because we're having a Zoom meeting. And I, I just want you to understand, and the reason why I do that is so that I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm taxing you too much. When I say taxing you, making you show up online or making you show up on the phone that much. But there's churches that have Bible study, prayer meeting, and still do their mission meeting. They still do do it both. And it's full attendance and all. Okay? And I'm trying to get you to get yourself into the group of us. You get yourself in the group because all of that is important. Okay? I mean, it's so, so if Pastor give you a break on Tuesday for coming to Shadow to show up, and you all have the fun show up on Thursday. Amen. Because if you come Tuesday or Thursday, you're going to get a word. Amen. You're going to get joy. Because that's what we do here in New Jerusalem. Amen. And everyone that's down in front of you knows the Lord and is qualified to do what they do. Yes. Amen. Well qualified. There's no excuse for you not have a word coming to you. Amen. 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 Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, 
Sister Fia said she would be late today. Uh, uh, Dr. James was here, but wasn't feeling so well, so he had to go. Okay, we're gonna keep those, keep those individuals in prayer. I also want to remind you that uh, August 15th, United States Postal Service is opening its hiring portal August 15th. That means that midnight tonight. Once that portal opens, and I'm not just talking about jobs for carrying mail and working on it. I'm talking about across the board, human resources, nurses, truck drivers, mechanics, any type of occupation that you say you do, the post office service has those jobs. They're opening those jobs, jobs up to them. So if you've got a qualification on a job, you got a degree in that job, you ought to be applying for that. You only can apply online. Very simple. USPS.com. Okay? Slash forward slash careers. That's all you gotta do. Everything you gotta do. You don't have to go nowhere and you need to be on a desktop, not on your phone and not on your laptop. You gotta be on a desktop. And I'm telling you because it's it's competitive. You need a job with benefits. Even if you don't have a family, you need a job with benefits. And your, your total pay is not just what you take home, people of God. Your total pay is what your benefits are talking about too also. And you need that in this time. You need to be able to go to the hospital and not have to come up out of your pocket. The whole bunch of stuff. If you want to go to the doctor, you need to go to the doctor and take your family to the doctor also. And that's that type of job right there. Okay? And you need to be on holidays too. You don't have to work the holidays if you don't want to. Amen? And I said, I know I've been doing it. I've worked for the government for a long time. Military, now with the post service. And guess what? No, I've been there 43 years this year. Working for the government. And I ain't going nowhere yet. I'm comfortable right where I'm at. It was hard. They can't make it no hard for me now. And I know the Lord too? Please. Come on, y'all. All we gotta do is no reason. I, I'm pastor saints because I'm, I'm, I'm giving this information to other pastors too. They are totally related. Their people are related to get this information. I'm giving that. And if you got, they got people in their church that apply for this, apply for these things. And it, it's there. And they're hiring. And they're, post office service is going to a chain. They're in a big hiring surge. You know, in a big hiring surge. And I'm telling you, I see, I work where they are doing orientation every day. Every day. Because guess what? A lot of us are leaving every day. They're retiring. So that younger generation coming up. When we find out, people of God, that this new generation we got, they tend to think that they're old something. And they ain't got to do with the amount of money. They don't care that they get paid $20 an hour plus benefits when they start. For some reason, they think they don't have to work. But if mom and daddy want to take you at home, then it would be a different. There's no reason for us not to. Not, not, this, 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 this is all over the all night, going on now. There's a job everywhere to be had. There's no reason why any of us should be without a job to tell God to. God's not going to come out of the sky, open up the cloud, like when Jesus came to the Jordan River and said, This is my beloved. He's not going to do that for you. You know, according to your body, we need to press our way and make the first step. Amen. Amen. I just, I can't say, I mean, I got more than one job. I, work has never been a problem for me. Because I'm a man. Okay? And a man don't work, he ought not to eat. Amen. Amen. 
Y'all don't hear my pastor because if a brother walks up to me, I'm going to let this go. If a brother walks up to me and tells me, can you help me? And he looks younger than me and helps me, you better believe we're going to have a conversation. We're going to have a conversation. If I can work on a job, one job, I don't know why you pay me. Come on now. And our sisters who love ain't got nothing to do with that brother, he ain't working. You don't need to have him. If he ain't working, you don't need to have him. I'm telling you. Tell him, Clark at 2055, 21st Street said, if you ain't got a job, I don't need you. Yeah. Because love don't pay no mortgages in a rent. I'm not telling you you shouldn't be in love. I'm telling you, that ain't hard enough. That'll be, you ought to be checking some blocks off here. Ain't my right, sister? Amen. And giving this information, I'm, you ought to be checking off some blocks. If you ain't, check, you ain't checking off my blocks, then I can't talk to you. I don't care how fine you is. I don't care what drunk you got in your trunk. Hey, come on now. The people of God, God has made it. Things put things in place for us. He's making opportunities. Let's open up, be aware, and let's make our moves for the Lord. We're halfway through this year, and I said, I knew this resolution, and we you, you call yourself made it, we made it at the beginning of the year. We passed the halfway point of this year already. If you ain't there yet, I guess you're not gonna make it, right? <laughs> so guess what? We need to start stepping because time waits not on anybody. Amen? Amen. I wanted to give you a strong push in that way. These are opportunities and the reason why we're hiring so much. Uh, because guess what? We find out that when the people are coming, but they're not staying. Uh -huh. Because yes, you get twenty dollars an hour, but you don't want you don't want to work. It's gonna be some work. Yeah, yeah. We, we got to stay in there. We, you know, we got to keep keep it moving. And I don't care what what prejudice you feel, how they discriminate. Guess what? We got EEOs and grievance processes. You don't let nobody make you, ain't nobody gonna make me quit. Nothing I know I need to have. Amen. 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 So, Pastor told you that. Make sure you go in and apply. Because I know people are waiting on it. Mm-hmm. So you work in a regular mechanic shop. You know, you, all you gotta show you how to fix a car and pull out how you. And all the jobs just start at fifty thousand dollars a year. And going up. Alright? So let's do that. We got to vote. We said we're going to do that. Amen. Okay. You know we're going to do our mission meeting at, uh, at 7, right? Yeah. That one, 18 on Thursday. Amen. I thank God for each and every I will let you know. Uh, we got any visitors in the stand and inside the congregation? You are my brother. Stand up and say your name. Amen. Amen. Good to see you. You're back. Good to see you. I'm glad that you're here. I'm, I'm sorry that you had to. I, I guess I know. I, I was saying that because I'm. You're not here just to just to lift up God. We're here to lift up God. We're here to also empower our people. So that's why I did have a nice conversation. You know what I'm saying? So don't think Pastor fuss, man. They know Pastor love them. Go ahead, sis.
Purdy. I live with someone who's venomous, okay. constantly attacking me. Mm -hmm. um, they have support. They have family here. I have nobody here. I don't have no family here. Right. Uh, no, no immediate family. My family is in Alabama. Um, they live in Alabama. I'm not even close to them. I live with a girlfriend who's venomous. She, she, she's constantly behind me. She's constantly saying nasty things to me. Mm -hmm. I grew up in the church, in the Pentecostal church. My grandfather was a pastor. That's, but I happen to be going to church because I have, I can't find one where I can connect with people. Mm -hmm. So that's why I stayed out of the church. But I grew up in a Pentecostal Baptist church in Alabama. And my grandparents, I love them. They're not here no more. They passed away. But I wish when they passed away, they had, I had gone with them. Because I got this woman nasty all the time, and I got people on YouTube like prayer. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, okay. Listen to this, brother. I'm going to do something to this woman, and she keeps doing this. I'm going to do something to this woman. She don't stop. She don't stop. Hold on a minute. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm going to talk to you. Okay? Let's just sit to the church, sit to the church service. Okay? You're good. You're going to be okay. Everybody nasty, man. Everybody no, bro. Nasty. Wait a minute. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Listen. Come on. Listen. You know, this message is for you. You just need to sit, relax, and pass and talk to you after church. Okay? I got you. I got you. We got you, though. Yes. Okay, bro. We I, listen. We got First of all, you got to any, 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 any. No, no. There's no problem. God can't solve. But one, but one of the things we also have to also realize is that when God starts to give us instruction, we gotta, we gotta submit to this instruction. I'm trying to give you instruction. You, you will be okay. You will be okay. Okay. Just sit down and, and the pastor got you. We gonna pray for you. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. So we gonna we gonna all of us got stuff. All of us got stuff. But we we not here because we don't have no stuff. Okay? We we, we don't we, we not here because we don't have stuff. That's why we're here because we got some stuff. Amen. And that's from the, that's from, from me from the pull to the door. But guess what? But we know a friend.
in each and every soul under the sound of my voice. Right now, Father, settle every soul. Let us rest in you right now. Now, Father, as we give unto you, Father, that we will give us a part of worship. We thank you for that opportunity, Father, that we're not where we should be. We're not where we're supposed to be. But Father God, right now, we know that we're going to walk by faith and not by sight. We're going to call those things that are not as if they are right now in the name of Jesus. So we ask, oh, Father God, that you would just, oh, God, right now, look at your people, bless them. Father God, come against the spirit of failure and poverty in the lives of your people. Father God, right now, allow the spirit of prosperity and success to breathe and raise up in the life of your people as they try to walk according to the dictates of your word. Father God, if you do these few simple things for us, we'll be so very careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And all who love the Lord say amen, amen, and amen. Stand, stand up, church, and give up.
Lord, do it for me. Yes, right now. Right now. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Lord, do it for me. Thank you. Right now. Help me. I want you. I want you to get songs out of order. We we can't tell God when to move. He got his own timing, right? Amen. When, he, when that song said, when I hit songwriter and that song, I knew that songwriter. He was saying, "Do it for me right now." And I mean, in your time, yes. because whatever God does for us in our time is the right time. Yes. Right? Amen. So that song is right on time. Do it for me right now. Uh, turning your Bibles with us. The Acts of the Apostles, chapter 16. The Acts of the Apostles, chapter 16. I want to shine some on the spotlight on verses 20 through 25. So convey your text. <clears throat> I'm convinced there's some fresh water in this old well. <clears throat> Acts of the Apostles, chapter 16, verses 20. Through 25. Let's pray. Oh Lord our God, how excellent is your name in all you. Right now, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for all things, good and small. Father, great and small, we thank you for it. Father, we thank you for trials and tribulations that you have brought us to us. Father, we look at shaping us and you're taking us through the process. We thank you. Father God, we ask you not for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Make your word plain enough so that a child can understand it. Draw back the dreams of misunderstanding. Father God, make this word penetrate whatever we might be going through at the present time. So that we can hear clearly what you're saying to us. Allow us to take your instruction, Father God. Father God, let your Holy Spirit rest upon our minds and our spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, whatever, whatever is accomplished in this setting, we will be careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Father God, my Holy Spirit takes this perfect teaching, preaching, ministry right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We claim your victory right now. In Jesus' precious name we pray. And all who love the Lord say amen. 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 And amen. amen. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 16. <clears throat> Beginning at the 20th verse. <clears throat> Commencing at the 20th verse. And if you're not there yet, you'll find these words when you get at verse 20. And brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city, and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes, and commanded to beat them. Mm -hmm. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. All right. He said, keep them safely. And in verse 23, he said, keep them safely. Hey, that means you responsible. Don't let them get away. Make, put, them, put them in double lockdown, all right? Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. 
and at midnight. Don't we like that sound? And at midnight, verse 25, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Can I take a few verses further in your mind? And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. And we know that God's word is already blessed. Last Sunday we had a conversation about it happened at midnight, right? Remember that one? That's why we're here. We know what happened at midnight. We know what, what Jesus did on the cross at midnight. And we know what how God works at midnight. I gave you some situations, right? I told you about Shadrach, Meshach, and the, and the Benigo. It was in a dark place. I told you about, come on now, I told you about how Jesus came in the midnight hour. Okay? How Jesus walked on the fourth watch through the storm. Jesus does his best work. God does his best work in our midnight situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why God got us here this morning. I want to talk to you and put a tag on this text about what about midnight? I talked about the darkness. The darkness went from, from, from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. at that morning time, right? That was the, considered the fourth watch. The death angel flew over angel during the fourth watch. But let's say, what about midnight? All right now. Let me take your seats in the presence of the Lord. It was William Ernest Hanley, great American poet, who was suffering with a severe case of tuberculosis as he laid afflicted on his bed. He found the strength to pick up his pen and write this poem entitled Invictus. William Ernest Henry picked up a pen in the middle of a severe case of tuberculosis that had him bed-stricken, and he wrote these words. Out of the night that covers me, black is the pit from pole to pole. I think whatever God may be for my unconquerable soul. All right, in the failed clutch of circumstances, I have not winced nor cried aloud under the bludgeoning of chance. My head is bloody, but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horrors of the shade. And yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters how straight, it, it matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll that we have to go through. I am the master of my faith. I am the captain of my soul. William Hurst Henley was trying to pen and give us a sneak peek, y'all, into what midnight looks like. And all across our world, all across our community, there are so many people that I know, families in our church, individual families that are dealing with midnight situations. Midnight doesn't discriminate against anybody. Midnight doesn't care if you went to college. Midnight, you, you know, midnight does not care how good you look, if you haven't been to school, or if you've been to school. 
Midnight doesn't care whatever, wherever you live. You can live in Liberty City, Miami Gardens, West Park, or Civil Lakes. If you live life, midnight will interrupt your calendar. I want you to understand that midnight likes everybody. All around us, we can tell the story because if you were just to peel back the layers of each of us, that's in this room right now. Under the makeup, under the nice suits we wear, whatever we mask we got on our face, we're experiencing a midnight situation. And if we're not, we're getting ready to. If it's not raining in your life, get ready. Rain will be coming. Are y'all with me? I'm going to hear all the cologne. I'm going to eat your beautiful skin. Midnight experience is noon. We all have been through some stuff. Sam Cook sang the song, Pop Hunter. It's been a long time coming. Try to give us a peek into what midnight was about. Gladys Knight told us years ago that she was leaving on a midnight train to Georgia. Of loneliness, she was trying to show us what nice looks like when you're dealing with crazy relationships. Celia in the color purple told her when she was getting beat up by her boo. She said, Sophia, don't trip. The troubles of life will be over soon. I would testify myself. If you have to lay awake at night, that's all right. Jesus will fix it after a while. Can I get a witness in here? like you all by yourself. I said, I've been walking with the Lord too long Amen. to let anything that I might have to go through or getting ready to go through make me doubt what God can do. Amen. I know it's too long to be able to doubt Him right now. Yes. Not while I'm in the heat of the battle. Not while I'm in these last and evil days. I'm not going to doubt Him right now. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Grandmaster Flash was trying to tell her, this is, you got to go afford it, don't talk about it, brother, brother Cook. He can cook. He said, it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> don't push me, because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. Tupac in his bad self said, some arose out of concrete, was trying to give us a peek into midnight. Let me take a poll here right now, as I'm preaching. Because this sermon ain't for everybody. All I know is some of your life, you may have a sweet life going on right now. It looks so sweet, it looks like tiptoe through the tulips, are dazzling down the days. Everything looks beautiful and sunny sky. Are y'all with me? All you thinking about is Eminem, Twizzlers, Skittles, and Baby Roots on the side. <laughs> if that's your story, just sit there and just wait a little while. And I hope while you think about Tootsie Rolls and Lollipops, that you remember why you're going through what you're going through. Because if it had not been for the Lord on your side, you and me benefiting right now. 
God's mercy is Him not giving us what we deserve. But His grace is Him giving us what we did deserve. Can I get a witness? Because I came this morning for some people in this room that got some midnight situations you have to go through. Someone on the side of my night, Roy Royce, has been walking the flow at night. Someone on the side of my voice been going through some stuff that they wonder why they got to go through what they got to go through. Because if you have so many thoughts in your mind and you want to call a friend, but it's too late to call a friend and ain't nobody answering, God is saying, don't curse the darkness yet. Just light a candle because there's some lessons in loneliness. There's some blessings in your birth. There's some diamonds in your disaster. Yes. There's some sapphires in our struggles, people of God. There's some tragic in our trap, some tragedy in our trap. There was a testimony in some of our tears. We have to go through a midnight experience sometime. Midnight might seem like a long time. Midnight's not really a long time. It feels like it. Midnight only lasts for 60 seconds. Midnight lasts from 12 o'clock midnight to 12.01. As soon as the clock hits 12.01, what happens? It's morning time. It may not look like morning, but it's morning time. We need to remember to thank God that trouble can't last always. Yeah. Are y'all with me? Yeah. My mess is only momentary. My tears are only temporary. My struggle only, only comes for a season. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. Nicole, only for a season. Yeah. Is there anybody on the side of the world other than me? They say, God, thank you that this this, this got to close up after a while. Yeah. Storms can't blow forever. That's the only reason some of us woke up this morning. God woke us up, but we woke up with anticipation, expectation. We woke up with some hope that if everything will get better after a while, it may not look like it, but I felt something down in my spirit. I woke up with Jesus all my life, but just maybe, just maybe today, Jesus is going to fix it today. on pushing church. Keep on praying. Keep on fasting. Hold on to your faith. I'm going to show you your eyesight will fail you in midnight. It's too dark to see how you are going to make it through midnight. Eyesight is useless in the darkness of midnight. Your sense and your experience can't help you through midnight. But when your eyesight fails, your spirit has to kick in. Can I go to the book again? We walk by faith and not by sight. God wanted me to come here this morning and tell you, you need some spiritual insights. Paul texted me this morning and told me, Paul, he's the chapter. He said, bro, I'm the main character. 
Paul sent us a message that said, Warren, if you are preaching about midnight, I'm the perfect person you need to use. Because Paul knew all too well about midnight. Paul, who was a tent maker from Tarshish. Paul, who was from the tribe of Benjamin. Paul, who was circumcised on the eighth day since then. Paul, who was a multilingual. Paul, who was a Pharisee of the Pharisee. Paul, who wrote half the New Testament. I love you some Paul. And, and text. Paul said, I said, well, what do you know about midnight, Paul? He said, Warren, you got to understand my name was not always Paul. My name used to be Saul. I used to go around and persecute Christians. But one day on the road called Damascus. And I got a witness on my You can be bad as you want to be. But one day you're going to have a Damascus experience. God knocked me off my beast and blinded me. Born. I heard a voice from heaven say, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard, Saul, to kick against the prick. So Paul said, from that time on, God changed my life. And God changed my name. Won't God make us go through some stuff to make us change our name? Y'all are here to be young and away. Yeah, your name, your name, your, your, your name's still Edwilla. Your name's still uh, Sister Angela White Brown. I said, well, let, can we get spiritual with this? When I say he make you change your name, he make you change your character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when certain things the devil do to you, you won't answer to that old name. You'll ignore that old name because after a while, a change has got to come. If you say you met Jesus, you can't spend live your life regularly and expect no change to come. You got God, Paul said, be not transformed by the renewing of your mind. Say so you don't have to conform to the ways of the world. Yeah, guess what? I understand you don't like me no more because I don't want to go where you used to go. I don't go those places no more. I know I can't have a conversation with you no more because the things you want to talk about, I can't wrap my head around that no more because I got a different purpose, a different focus right now. I've been through some midnight that changed my perspective on where my purpose is. Uh-huh, yeah. People of God, here's, here's one of the warnings for us. God changed all our names. He changed Paul's life, and he changed Paul's name. Can I just pause right here? Go ahead. Be very careful how you treat people based on their names. Amen. What their names are right now. I need to talk to you, church people. We have got no reason to act bougie. We have not arrived because we're in church. Amen. If your nose too high, get it up out of the air. Because guess what? God, your nose too high, God will have to let it rain on you and you'll drown with your nose up that high. Don't you judge people. You're always looking down on people. Don't do that. Why her dress so short? Why his pants hang so low? She should know better than that. Let me warn you. Be careful how you treat people based on where you see they are right now. What their name is right now. Because we serve a God who can change your name. God changed Jacob's name to Israel. He used to be a, 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 a conniving person. 
a deceitful person. God changed his name to Israel. God changed Sarah to Sarah. He changed Abram's name to Abraham. He changed Simon's name to Peter. God is still in the name changing business. Paul said, I started on that trip with Jesus and I was thinking everything was going to be cool. Here you go, here you go to midnight now, y'all. And wonderfully, I thought it was going to be great. He said, but when I left the club and went to the church, when I put down the kavasse and picked up the scriptures, uh -huh, when I stopped passing the kavasse and started saying, pass me not a gentle savior. When I left the bar and picked up my Bible, I thought everything was going to be smooth. But, on, but, but, but in this life, every now and then, you will get beat up for following Jesus. That's what Paul says. He heard Paul say it's hard out here for a follower. It's, it, it's, it's easy for fans. It's not easy for fans of Jesus. It's hard for followers of Jesus because when you become a follower and leave fan status, that means you got to take up your cross and follow Jesus. The proof that you really follow is that that, that you will have some splinters on your shoulders. Can I get a witness here? There will also be some songs in your flesh. Wounds on your body and pause That's what happened. We were trying to save this slave girl in the text. Who, who, who was possessed with the spirit of divination. And she could foretell the future. Now it's not wrong with having a gift, y'all. To be a prophetess and, and look into the future. But the problem with this young girl is she was being pimped. She was a case in a case of human trafficking. Her pimp's word were making money off her gift. And one that Paul and Silas was walking through the street. Let me tell you something. You might not recognize God. You might not pay attention to God. But God has not forgotten about you. Y'all hear me? If God got a plan and a purpose of your life, you better believe your midnight is in your life for a reason. Your midnight, y'all, is part of the proper process. We just don't understand that it's part of the process that's going to get us to the purpose. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She came up behind them while they were walking and said, these men are men of God. Now she said the right thing just at the wrong time. Because in the culture of that day, you can't walk around claiming that somebody has more power than the king. You can't claim to be somebody that has more power than the men in the castle and palaces of Roman Empire. So she said the right thing. Yeah, they were men of God, but she said it at the wrong time. She kept doing this for a number of days, and Paul turned around one day and said, In the name of Jesus, come out of her. <laughs> she, she was delivered, but the men who used to make money off her gift got ticked off with Paul and Silas, and they got beat up by trying to follow Jesus. You know, it's hard to follow Jesus, and you have not been beat up until you've been beat up trying to follow Jesus. You think you've been hurt until you've been hurt trying to follow Jesus. You ever seen a preacher? He just preached. She preaches and they just shut everything down. Everyone wants to hear her. And there's a tendency for some of us in our humanity to say, why they always let them sing? Why they always let her preach? 
why they're always doing what they're doing. There's no reason to get mad because God is using someone else. Before we start hating on people, before we being used, now being used by God, I promise you the anointing, listen y'all, never comes without a crushing process. Amen. The oil of the anointing never comes without a crushing process. Because you can't get oil out of olives unless you crush the olives. So whoever is greatly anointed also has been greatly disappointed. So don't hate me on me on my don't don't hate on my glory or anyone else's glory until you read the details of my story. Is there anybody out there can say, please, please, don't hate on me? I'm just trying to do what God asked me to do. You don't even know how long I prayed for this. You don't know how many nights I walked the floor for this. Paul and Silas were thrown in jail. It got rough for them. Paul said, Can you give us some spiritual insights for the for the midnight? Paul, can you? You know what to know Paul said? To know what is best for you during this event? Paul said, number one, if you want some spiritual principles for midnight, number one, be particular about your pals. Be particular about your friends. This moon walk back to chapter 15. Paul was with Barnabas. Y'all with me? Yes. Paul was with Barnabas, but the season had shifted. The chapters changed, and the person he used to hang with could no longer hang with him. It doesn't make fun of us, fun of us, a, it doesn't make that we are made fun of, or we are a bad person. It doesn't mean that Barnabas fell into hypocrisy. It does not mean that he left the faith. Barnabas didn't leave the faith, Nicole, or he left following the law of God. No, it just meant that the season had shifted. Amen. And the chapter has changed in the chapter 15. You could hang with Barnabas, but in chapter 16, Paul needed a silence. Amen. This is the hardest thing for, for people to God bless us. We try to keep people in our life, and God trying to move out of it. Come on, man. Yes, sir. You wonder why so many people are struggling right now in your own personal life? Because you're trying to keep people connected to your past. Past their season. Yes. Some people in their life just got to tell him or her. You just got to tell him or her. I love you. I respect you. I thank God for what, what we had together. What you did for me. But this is a new season now. Yeah. I'm no longer in chapter 15. I need some ride or dot people for chapter 16. I will tell you, you can't recognize your friends for real. You can recognize your friends for real. Just hit some hard times. The minute you hit hard times, all of your friends will be exposed. Because everybody can hang out with you on the mountaintop. But what happens when time for you to get beat up and slapped? And kicked and talked about and rolled around in the mud? Whoever can stick with you through all that, you need to make sure you never leave them. Nor forsake them. Or you will risk the chance of being connected to a bunch of leeches. Some of us go, need to go through our phone and then, when I finish the sermon, go through your phone and just start deleting the numbers. If you hooked on Facebook, start unfriending some folk. His name is not James. 
Danita. His name is Jesus. I'm going to say it very quickly. Fellowship has nothing to do with friendship. Okay. Fellowship has nothing to do with friendship. Yeah. How you doing? God bless you. You, you, you. You're doing good. God bless you. But you ain't going home with me. Yeah. I'll call you after church because this is fellowship. This ain't friendship. There was a process to help all of us. There's a process in place to help all of us reach our purpose. Y'all with me? That's the midnight. That means that means that means that in chapter nine, chapter nine and chapter sixteen, there's a process going on. Paul had a vision.
But God didn't say nothing about that. He said, just go to Macedonia. You got to trust the process, y'all. Because when Joseph was thrown into the pit, Joseph had to know this, that this don't look like my dream. And the reason God does not reveal every, y'all walk, y'all still a pastor? The reason why God doesn't reveal every piece of the process to you in your dream is because if you saw every piece of the process, you wouldn't wake up and say, oh, my dream. You say, that was a nightmare. And you wouldn't want to do it. So God shows up the end, but he does not show us the process. This is what midnight is about. <laughs> oh, Lord. Paul and Silas go in jail. Going in jail, beat up, thrown, trumped up charges, all because God wanted to get to this one man. So you got to understand the struggle is never for you. Your struggle is never just for you. You better believe what you're going through now is to help somebody else. The problem with us in church is, and Sister Mars and I have said this many times, especially in women's ministry and men's ministry too, is that in church, we don't got so good in church. We think we can't share our past with anybody else. That us a lot. If I used to hang out at night and leave drunkers count and still make it work the next morning, I'm going to tell you about it. But I'm also going to tell you about why I don't do it no more. Uh-huh. You need to know that. Because there's no reason for you to think I, I, everything's look I, I, none of us in here to look like what we going through or been through. Are y'all with me? But so why are young people who think we're so great because we come to church all the time, we got our nice clothes on now, that we didn't know we could go well wild if we want to. What y'all doing ain't doing, y'all ain't doing nothing. Y'all don't know how we used to hang out. I said, y'all can't hang out because y'all weren't getting shot. But we used to fight in the club, go back in the club and keep dancing. I used to close the club down today. I, I, I closed it down. I didn't go home early. I closed it down. I go home with the bartender. He said, last call. So I can't tell And then you tell a young person or some or another you really? Yeah. You did it? Yeah, really. Yeah. I once was blind. But now I see. I once was lost. But now I'm found. Oh, y'all ain't feeling The struggle is the, the struggle. There's a purpose. He, he, he wants us, it's a process so that. We ought, we ought to praise God while we're going through the process. I'm trying to get out your way here. We ought to thank God for the process. Just because you lost that job. Uh-huh. You lost that job. But look now, God gave you another job. And if you look back on that job, this job is better or getting you to be go better to be go to another job than that job was, was, was pointless. It had no future. But you was mad just because your check stopped coming down. Three months ago, your boo left you. You was heartbreaking, broken, cried every night, Sister Angela, cried. Three months you went through that. You never thought you was going to get through it. 
But yesterday, you went to Walmart, Walmart and you saw your used to be boo. Reverend Cook, you didn't respond to him or her like the last time you saw her. Matter of fact, he or she said hi to you, Sister Amy. And you didn't stop what you were doing. You wanted to say, who are you talking to? And you conscious, you said, what you want to say, well, thank God for deliverance. Now you're looking at yourself. I must have had some cataracts on my eyes. Was I stuck on stupid? What drug was that he was slipping into my coffee and my drink to make me stay with him or her as long as I did? I thank God that he, she, he opened up my eyes to let me know that, guess what? You ain't hurting as bad as you think you hurt, but you need to hurt because I got greater heights for you to travel. Now I'm singing hymns where I still be moaning and groaning. I have blood on my clothes, but guess what? I know that I'm going to come out of this thing. Because the text tells me at midnight. And at midnight, Paul and Silas pray and sing praises unto God. That lets me know right there that even while I'm going through my midnight hours, I'll find something way back in my past to have a flashback fire and give God some praise. Where I'm in. My feet are shackled. Y'all yeah, is hearing me. I've had magistrates put people over to watch me suffer for what I'm going through. But I know whose I am and I know what I am. And I know he that has promised me is good enough to keep his promises. The Bible tells me, Brother Thomas, that God is not a man. That he can lie. If he said it, yeah. he will perform it. Yeah. Can I get a witness in here? When I say a legal word to y'all, that means God's creative word. That means if it does not exist in my life, that means God will speak a word and it will become a creative word. This is in call. That means that when God is ready, he'll speak to cancer and cancer turns on negative. Can I get a
out there have faith has been shaken. I know some of y'all think y'all have super faith. But every now and again, the devil shakes your faith and wants to make you think that God is never going to come in. But the scripture tells me, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. And they said, the foundation, the foundation of the
so they can focus on your word. Yes. Father God, we, we don't want to be a, a part of the lost. Yes. We want to be a part of those that you are proud of. Yes. So Father God, bless these people that are standing in front of me. Bless the people on the sound of my voice. Bless New Jerusalem. Bless the leaders, Father God. We just want to do your will. Father God, let us get a hunger for your word like the deer panted for the water right now in the name of Jesus. And Father God, if there's something I forgot to say in this prayer, we ask that you allow your Holy Spirit to make intercession for us and utter utterings that we don't know how to utter because you know what we need and when we need it. We ask that Father God, give us a spirit of thankfulness in the middle of our midnight situation. Help us to thank you even if things don't look good. And when we can't trace you, help us to trust you. If you would do these few simple things for us right now, oh God, if you do these few simple things, we'll be careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. But the walker this morning is going to be all right. It's going to be all right after a while. Amen. Just kind of hang on. Just hold on just a little while longer. Surround yourself with things of God. Amen. Be faithful and, and coming to the ministry. Listening to the word of God. And that replace those things that need to be removed up. You replace those things of God with God. Amen. 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 God bless you. Bless you. Talk to you after with my brother. See you later, Mr. Mall. Hang on to now. Give me a song, Jay. Let me mark everybody else here.
presented faultless before his exceeding grace. May there be dominion and power both now and forevermore. And let the church say, God has spoken.